0: Welcome to the Girls Gotta Heal podcast where we dive into the everyday issues of your modern day resilient healing woman and get real about the ups and downs of healing and personal growth. Navigating our mental health relationships, various setbacks, and grieving those we've lost can get very messy while we're also trying to figure out who we are. I totally get it and I'll guide you through. I got you. I'm your host Karen Pelleggi and in each episode we uncover new empowering topics that you have likely experienced in your journey or will. Empowering one another is so this decade, and so is living up to our full potential. This is the time to become more confident in exploring your relationship with yourself and looking inward. You don't have to have it, I'll figure it out today, but you're here and now is a good start. I want you to be your best self. I'm always going to be rooting for you. This girl's got to heal. Hello, we're back again for part two of Ask Me Anything. I really like these episodes, I kind of want to do more of them, so. I will be mindful of putting out prompts in my stories to uh, answer your questions. But you can also just DM me or email me any questions you have. And I will do the best to answer them as best as I can. I would always encourage you to do additional research... Um, lean on your wellness team your health team lean on your trusted friends as well but as always I really appreciate you stopping by here and listening to my two cents both based on my personal and professional experience so appreciate you Uh, the first question we are going to start with is how do I stop fear from preventing me from starting a new life if you have not experienced this in like the last 5 to 10 years depending on your age um i don't know what's going on with you you must you got it together or things have just been going smoothly for you uh, all the power to you but what i'm trying to get at is i feel like this is so common um especially for uh people t- like honestly teenagers People in their 20s, 30s, 40s plus. uh, Fear is something that regardless of your age will basically kick your ass and keep you stuck. So um, this happens a lot where fear kind of paralyzes us from moving forward and starting a new life. So I appreciate this question. I'm not sure what exactly you mean by a new life and what you're trying to go for and, and switch up. But nonetheless... It is such a real feeling. I mean, I personally experience this, a lot of people around me as well. One of the things I've had to learn the hard way is that there's no reward without risk. You can stay in whatever you're in and maybe you have kind of built something very comfortable and good and you're you're okay with that. Or maybe you're not okay with that. Or maybe you do recognize that you're just not being your best self, yet the highest version of yourself and you know this and you want to change, but fear is keeping you where you're at. Uh, and fear can be really tied into um, finances, uh, could be tied into judgment from others, it could be tied into our past experiences, maybe things not working out for us. So when I say there's no reward without risk, the reward is really growth opportunity and happiness. It's not necessarily like financial gain when we hear reward. I would say arriving at a place where you feel at peace regardless of how it turns out because being authentic is the most important feeling would indicate that you know you are ready to take that leap. Just trusting in yourself and knowing that however it goes, I really believe in myself. If it doesn't land, I know I'll pick myself back up and I'll try it over again in another way. So it's just, I would say, finding practices of um, building your confidence and just trusting yourself. Look at all the things you've been through. Look at your experience. Look at your education. Look at your um, professional experience. Look at the people around you. You know, look what you've built and look at what you've overcome and what you're going through. So trust in yourself, build your confidence a little bit more. I wouldn't say take a leap blindly. I'm someone who always, I write things out, I talk about it a lot. For other people, it might seem that I'm taking a leap, but they don't know behind the scenes, I've actually done a lot of work. I've talked to a lot of people before I've made any kind of change at all. So uh, lean on your supports and uh, build yourself up before you make any kind of move. So that you know, however it lands, you got you and you're going to be all right. I will segue into the next question, which is, do others feel abandoned? Do others feel abandoned? Are there irrational feelings around this? So um, this one might have been connected to either a relationship ending or a loss of a partner. So I think abandonment is a piece that's not talked about enough. Adults feel abandoned. Abandonment can stem from our early years, our experiences growing up. If you really take the time and do the work, whether that's through therapy or other wellness health practices, you really take the time to do the work and dive deep and try to understand where themes of abandonment, rejection and loss have come up in your life. It's gonna open the doors to a lot uh, as well as opportunity to to heal. So I think when, we, when people experience the loss of a relationship ending or the loss of a partner or loved one, there is a sense of abandonment. And I don't think that that's irrational at all. We can get in our heads of like, you know, this person had to leave and we're compassionate or this person is no longer with us and I miss them and I feel sad about that and, I, and I'm mourning my relationship with them and I'm mourning the life that you know they envisioned for themselves and that we envisioned for ourselves together. So we can be stuck into thinking that while also being conflicted with these feelings of abandonment of like, I'm so sad about that on one hand, but on the other hand, you abandoned me, you left me. Grief is so complex because there's multiple layers to it. And you sometimes can like be at war with yourself of how should I be feeling or what is the right way to feel or like is it actually okay for me to feel like abandoned or lost without this person even though, you know, they're the ones who suffered and they're the ones who left or they had to leave or things ended for whatever reason. So just know that whatever you're feeling is valid and um, I don't think it's irrational to feel abandonment when some type of connection ends or something stops I would just say um, do some inner work into exploring you know uh, the theme of abandonment in your life and I think while that can be painful it could also be an avenue for healing all right the last question for this ask me anything series within this podcast is what's your ad- best advice for processing best friend breakups? Oof, this is tough. I, relationships, uh, sorry, best friend breakups can be just as painful as romantic breakups, if not even worse. Like, there is just like a bond and a loyalty and a love there that's very different than than a romantic relationship. Both very valid, the breakups and the feelings that come with that. But losing a best friend is, is different. And if you've gone through it, you, you know how shit that feels. Um, I will say I've gone through three best friend breakups from my teenage years to my mid-20s. And I will say that these were at very different point, points in my life. So, with some of them, I felt more at peace. With others, it took me a very long time to process. It depended on, like, for one of these best friend breakups that I had, I was really at a point where, like, I felt like I gave so much and I just was, like, stuck in it. Like, we were growing at very different paces and it just, we just didn't align anymore. So for me, distancing myself from that relationship, having those hard conversations, it was really tough, and I know that it hurt the other person a lot, and that was something I had to sit with for a very long time, but with that one, I felt more peace with because I knew deep down that I couldn't maintain that connection anymore, that um, we were just growing at different paces. Um, for the others, um, both took me a long time to process. And I felt like I was the one who was kind of let, left behind and let down. And um, that was also really, really hard. So with losing a best friend, it's, it's another form of grief. Because this bond that you have with someone, this trust... And the layers of memories that you have with this person, it's just, you can't even put it into words. And each each connection we build in our life is so different and so important to us for different reasons, depending on where we're at in our life. You know, maybe you formed a friendship with someone that grew, in, it grew into um, a best friend type of relationship. And with this person, you grew together maybe you were friends throughout high school Like you saw each other lose important people you saw each other you know make wins and you know achieve certain things and there's within connections there's so many layers we've together that are made up of our memories and our experiences and when we experience a big achievement or a huge loss, there are so many emotions tied to that. And then when you have a friend who experiences it along with you, that person kind of gets blended into those feelings too. So when you end up losing them or losing that friendship down the line, you're like, man, I'm like grieving all sorts in all sorts of directions for different reasons. So some advice I would have is, take the time to heal and this might mean vibing alone for a little bit. I know for me with one of these best friend losses that I had, actually two of them, uh, I really vibed alone for about like four to six months and just readjusted my friend circle and it was really painful and very lonely but I really needed that time to just reconnect back to myself more than I even realized. Like I definitely couldn't have seen it in the moment as it was happening. You're like, this sucks. This is awful. I'm so alone. Nobody wants to hang out with me. I'm a loser. I'm seeing everyone else go out. Like I'm not where I should be. But in actuality for me, I really needed that time to just connect back to myself and build my own relationship with myself and also take the time to realize like who I who I want close to me and what type of friendships and relationships I had. And that propelled me forward in You know, um, applying for a different part-time job, um, hanging out with different people. Like I just kind of expanded the community around me and the places that I was going and ways for me to grow so that I would make more connections. So in doing that, and in this loss, I also gained more space and opportunity to meet new people and make new connections. So that took a bit of time. So please be patient with yourself in the process. Grief is an ending that you never asked for and with that comes forgiving people that didn't apologize, feeling sad and discouraged about future plans, and self-doubt from being blindsided and that's the plain truth. A piece of advice I would give um, that kind of piggybacks on my first point of taking time to heal is also adjusting your mindset. So we Again, um, we build this attachment to people. And uh, I spoke on this a little bit in uh, the first part of the Ask Me Anything. I think it's really important to practice detachment. And sometimes we're forced into it. Like I said, when you know uh, a best friend kind of leaves you and they're like, this isn't working or we've drifted apart. And you're filled with this hurt and this loneliness and all of this time by yourself you know you're kind of forced to detach so entering new relationships and connections with this in the back of your mind of like i'm going to practice detachment here meaning doesn't mean that you stop a connection from forming it just means that you know you have a home within yourself you're good i can vibe alone i can i enjoy my company i'm fine I'm good. I won't take things too personally, but also allowing yourself to build connection. So it kind of sounds like it's contradictory, but it's actually a really tough thing to practice, but will really serve you. So I'm sending you love and wishing you healing because losing a friend relationship is really tough and it can really mess up the entire dynamic you have with other friends and make things awkward and have make other people have to adjust and it's a whole thing. So um, I'm sending you love. Just take time for yourself. Honestly, like I said, there's no shame in spending time alone, taking yourself out, resetting. So readjust your Validation team. Your validation team is the people around you who could be friends, family, co-workers, the people who just get you in different ways and in different areas of your life. So adjust that, reset it. I really appreciate each of you taking the time to drop in some questions for me. Although each question is very different, I think it all comes back to it comes back to connection. It comes back to our relationship with ourselves. Things around us will be changing constantly at certain points in the year. It's like happening so rapid and other times it's like pretty comfortable and chill. But nonetheless, we're always growing. We're always learning. You might think like I'm in a good place. I got my mental health toolbox. I got good people around me. I'm good. And that's great. But things might happen and shake that up a little bit. It's just a matter of like constantly working on yourself and constantly learning, like not being so fixed on I'm good, like everything's under control. It could also just be like, all right, I'm going to take things as they come. And, you know, I appreciate and give gratitude for the people in my life right now, the relationships I've had, the relationships I do continue to have and maintain. Um, and yeah, I think just, connection is a beautiful painful interesting thing so uh, that's what keeps us going that's what keeps us together that's what drives us um, in some of our lowest moments as well so as always take time to connect with yourself give love to yourself and if you're enjoying this podcast so far I would really appreciate if you take 30 seconds of your time to submit a review. You can rate it on Apple or Spotify, whichever one you listen to the podcast on. And let me know which episode resonated the most with you and what keeps you coming back to listen to new episodes. See you back here soon, Team GGH.